If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. The story is written by Max Sullivan and is published at seacoastonline.com. Sage Collins and Emily Rubin knew there were already plenty of abortion rights rallies protesting the Supreme Court overturning of Roe v. Wade, but they still wanted York's voice to be heard. We wanted to make sure there was a protest in York, too said Collins, who organized a rally for more than 100 people in front of the town hall Monday, because it's our town. Abortion rights protesters lined York Street on both sides, holding signs with messages like my body, my choice, and abortion is a basic human right. They convened in reaction to the Supreme Court's ruling last week to overturn Roe v. Wade, which made abortion no longer a constitutional right. York Democratic State Representative Lydia Bloom said she counted more than 150 people holding signs and hollering as cars drove by, at times honking, in solidarity. I'm feeling energized by these young people and all they're doing, said Bloom. Maine state law allows abortions up to the point of viability, after which they may be performed only to protect the life or health of the mother. The ruling gives states more power to restrict or ban abortion, and several states have pre-row laws that either ban or restrict abortion. Collins, president of the York High School Young Women's Leadership Club, said she and Rubin organized a rally after being inspired by protests held in other parts of the country. They said they were visiting colleges in the nation's capital when the decision came down to overturn Roe v. Wade and described the atmosphere there as high-strung. Nicole Masterson, the York High School librarian and advisor to the Young Women's Leadership Club, said the club goes back to the late 1980s. She said she has been advisor to the group for the last seven years and sees the girls running at the club today as inspirational. She said the group has been talking about the possibility of a road trip to Washington, D.C. in light of the Supreme Court decision. They make me find courage, Masterson said. I very much am super proud of them. Older protesters likened the rally to those when Roe v. Wade was first decided in 1973. Here we are again, said Sally Sullaway, who stood at the rally with her friend Nancy Davis. She held a sign that read, We Won't Go Back. Democratic York State Representative Patty Hymanson, who also remembers the fight for abortion rights in the 1970s, said she was reassured by the turnout in front of Town Hall and the passion the students showed. They're the same way my generation was with this issue, Hymanson said. She said activists fighting for abortion rights today have the same hill to climb that they did 50 years ago. I'm sorry they have to fight this fight again, Hymanson said, but I'm so happy They're out here doing it. Next up is a piece published at cltampa.com. This is written by Ray Roa. Pro-choice activists again took to the streets of St. Petersburg Wednesday night calling for the federal government to declare a public health emergency and for followers to not get accustomed to a new post-Roe mentality. 
At this crucial moment, the movement must not let the Biden administration off the hook. The fear of demanding too much and alienating top Democrats is a strategy that ensures defeat. The Tampa Bay chapter of the Party for Socialism and Liberation, which staged the protests, wrote, Now they must put their money where their mouth is. Empty words of solidarity are not enough when people's lives are on the line. The Supreme Court invited half of the states in the U.S. to ban abortion outright and to relegate women to second-class citizenship, the event page said. We're ready to carry out a multi-pronged approach to stem the tide of attacks on abortion and expand access where possible. And as we move to the next story, these protests are working. Biden, who was reluctant to call for uh, the removal of the filibuster in order to pass a law codifying Roe v. Wade, uh, has now called for that, has now stated publicly he would support the removal of the filibuster for this purpose. So all this pressure out there is certainly having multiple impacts. Finally, for this episode, a piece published at Newsweek.com, written by Zoe Strazowski. U.S. Capitol Police arrested 181 protesters Thursday, whose demonstration for abortion rights blocked off a major Washington, D.C. intersection near the Supreme Court. Early Thursday afternoon, the law enforcement agency issued a traffic advisory that demonstrators were blocking the D.C. intersection of 1st Street and Constitution Ave, which maps show is located about a block from the Supreme Court building. Capitol Police cautioned people to avoid the area and said that they were warning protesters to leave the intersection. Minutes later, Capitol Police posted another tweet saying that they had already issued their third and final warning to the demonstrators and had begun arresting people who continued to block the intersection. Subsequent tweets from the agency over the next couple hours announced the intersection had been reopened and that 181 demonstrators had been arrested for, quote, crowding, obstructing, or incommoding. Incommoding. Since the Supreme Court issued a controversial opinion last week that overturned Roe v. Wade nearly 50 years after the landmark decision, protests led by abortion rights advocates have broken out across the country. A group of abortion rights protesters reportedly marched onto Los Angeles Freeway 110 last week and blocked the lane of traffic, while an earlier protest in D.C. shut down the Frederick Douglass Memorial Bridge south of the U.S. Capitol. The protest on Thursday was organized by the Planned Parenthood Action Fund and Center for Popular Democracy Action, according to an advisory shared with Newsweek. The demonstration was meant to be a call to lawmakers at every level, whether you work in the Capitol building or at the White House or a governor's mansion, a state legislature, or a city hall. All lawmakers must do everything they can to protect and expand abortion access, the advisory said. A video posted on Twitter by the Planned Parenthood Action Fund showed a large group, though the full scale of the protest was not immediately evident, carrying a long banner that read, We won't back down. Today is a day for bold, decisive action, the video's caption read. In a moment of peaceful, nonviolent civil disobedience, we're calling on lawmakers at every level to protect and expand abortion access. This movement keeps growing, and we won't back down. Another photo shared by the Planned Parenthood Action Fund showed protesters, many wearing white and green, sitting on the ground in the sun. 
Congresswoman Judy Chu tweeted Thursday that she was proud to have joined the demonstration. CBS reported that the Democratic California representative was among those who was arrested. If you want to check out back episodes of People Are Revolting, just go to peoplearerevolting.com. You can also follow on Twitter at People Revolting. Keep revolting, and thanks for listening. Humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. I think you just nailed it.